This week is a very exciting episode. We have more cats than ever before. Welcome back everyone to the Gala Region News at 8, episode 11. As always, we have our wonderful hosts, myself Robin. And the illustrious Neil. Ooh, and the Evervescent Duncan. Ooh, Evervescent. Mm-hmm. I've um, been awake for the last like two hours. I have been awake for the last two minutes. Yeah, I thought so. And we have a truly, truly jam-packed week of news for you this week. So much news that we're having to not have it all because there's just so much. <laughs> But in actual fact, no, there isn't a great deal of news. It is mostly just Pokemon Go with the odd little bits and bobs of other things. But that's not the important thing. That's not what you come here for. You come here for our weekly updates. So how have you guys been? <laughs> Robin, nobody has had the week that you've had. True, that is quite true. Everyone is interested in your new family. Yes. Me, me and have both of our times so you so you can have three amount of the times to talk about your cats three amount of the times well to mm-hmm. be fair not, there's not really much going on at the minute they're currently spent about 90% of the time hid behind my settee because they are deadly afraid of me <laughs> and they just come out at night and poop where they're not meant to poop so that's Pretty much all there is to say about the cats. Most of the life of owning animals is just picking up their poop where you didn't want them to poop. Yeah, I know, unfortunately. But no, it's going well so far. I'm starting to build trust with them. I can somewhat... The mum's fine with me for the most part. I can stroke her and she doesn't instantly run away. Sometimes she does, but I think that's more just... She gets tired of the little one constantly attacking her and she just wants a bit of alone time. <laughs> you know, I can understand. Kids can be annoying. <laughs> the only thing is she has incredibly sad eyes all the time and it makes me a little upset. Oh. Well, hopefully that changes. And the kitten is very hyperactive. He likes to get on the table, which we're trying to stop him from doing, which he is not enjoying. And night one was actually a pretty interesting night because we gave him a toy that we didn't realize had catnip in and he got very high. (laughs) And he explored probably more that night than he has done any other night. And he knocked a lot of things off many shelves, knocked a big stack of Pokemon TCG code cards on the floor <laughs> and the annoying thing is he knocked two stacks one of which was a used card stack and one of which was a non-used uh. card stack so yeah I've got to somehow try and work that out are you sure he wasn't trying to start his own Pokemon collection maybe maybe and they're now all used you're going to have to double check and see if he's redeemed any of those cards yeah, I think you're going to have to. 
Well, I know he won't have because my computer can't run the TCG anymore because they updated it. And now I don't know why my old, really, really old computer won't run it, surprisingly. But yeah, that has been um, mostly my week. We picked them up on Mother's Day. So, yeah. That was, yeah. It's been my my week of cats. They're not, a, they're not a huge fan of the hamster at the minute. Hopefully we can somewhat change that, but I doubt it. And I found out what shifts I'm going to be working at work, and I'm not really too happy about that. But, you know. I'm not happy about who you're working with. <laughs> or both. A bit of both. But... Let's hope none of your work colleagues uh, listen to this, say, Robin. I can imagine none of my work colleagues do. That's <laughs> alright, then. And yeah, that's about it, really. Unless you two have any notable weekly, weekly news to bring up. I mean, do you have any dog updates, something? Uh, I have a sad Polly update where she had to go to the vet this well last week because she had one of her claws was growing in on itself and uh, it swollen up quite badly, so she had to go to the vet. And the most eventful thing that happened there was we, because of the current restrictions, we're not allowed to go into the vets with them. You have to kind of pull up in the car park, let them know you're here. They come out and ask you questions and they take your animal in. And Polly's a very, very nervous dog around new people. So after a bit of effort, they got her inside. They tried to get her onto the scales to weigh her and she decided to relieve herself on those scales. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they, they seemed to think it was quite funny, so that's good. And I didn't need to clean it up, so that was even better. <laughs> and then they got her in the room and they cut a nail and she's she's been really good ever since. So the story has a good outcome, at least. That's nice. Well, yeah, it'd have been a real downer, if you like. Yeah, and then we had to put her down. <laughs> if that had been the case, Robin, and you'd have been like, oh, look, we got these nice new animals. And I'm like, yeah, cheers. I think uh, that'd have been a bit hard. Well, that's what people come to this podcast for drama <laughs> the ups and downs life and death yeah well it certainly isn't going to be new for news this week <laughs> unless neil has what he's got up to this week we should be moving on to news i i have nothing to add i live in an animalless world Ugh. you need to adopt like a, a rat or a mouse or an animal that comes to visit you it's gonna say we have enough rats and mice you get that when you sort of live near a large body of water unfortunately we had a big problem with that at work not long ago just because there's not really much you can do about it there's owls nearby I could try and get one of them Ooh, owls can you get a really old looking dishevelled one <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing there. Yeah. Well, it's about it a little later on in the podcast. Pretty quick reference to the episode today. Yeah. Are, you, are you comparing Neil with like an old, like 80 year old man now? Who's lost all faith in everything? Well, I mean, <laughs> lockdown does that to you. Well, you probably do grumble about going upstairs, Neil, so. No, I haven't got that old yet. Ah, uh, okay, that's Robin. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Right, well, that was our exciting news this week. If you would uh, like to see any of my kittens, make sure to check out my TikTok. I will probably be uploading some videos of them. 
maybe. And we will be moving on to the wealth of news we have this week. And we will start with, as always, Pokemon Go, because for some odd reason we just decided that would be how it goes for some unknown reason. And we'll probably start on a bit of a sad slash nice note, I guess, of Pokemon Go trying to, uh, in their own way, try and help some of the people in Japan from the earthquake. They've uh, announced that they will be letting local shops and things like that turn themselves into extra poker stops to encourage people to come out and go to the shops and buy from them. Which is a, a very nice gesture, whether or not it will help them too much I don't really know. Obviously we hope everyone out in Japan's doing as well as they can in this tough time. I can't imagine what it is to live through a natural disaster during a pandemic. That must be a very, very hard thing to do. But again, it's nice for Pokemon Go to somewhat be trying to help them. Hopefully more businesses attempt to do something like that. I just um, feel very lucky at the fact that we live in a country where while the rain might not necessarily be exactly ideal, at least you don't have to put up with anything like that. No, true. But talking about the rain, the next Pokemon Go event has been announced. Well, uh, it's, it coincides with the Charge Up event, actually. Uh, and the next event's going to be all about rain. So super fun to... The super fun weather to actually play Pokemon Go in. And it will be starting from the 24th of March, running to the 29th. And it will all be about water Pokemon and things of that nature. So you'll have Psyduck, Poliwagons, Drifloom and things like that appearing more. Time Pole. The Pokemon we talked about last week that is appearing will continue to appear. And yeah, that's about it really for the event. You'll obviously get a timed challenge, you'll get some new field research, things of that nature. But the, I suppose the important thing of the news is a shiny rain form, a cast form will be appearing for the first time. Have you, have you seen the shiny Duncan? Do you know what it looks like? I've just seen the shiny, yeah. It looks quite nice. Greeny on the top instead of white. It's a Pokemon that I just don't catch, because what's I mean, the point? I probably will now, a bit more. I mean, that's a smart thing to get people to do, I guess, actually catch your Pokemon. I wonder what would be the least caught Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Are you talking about least caught as in... Because, I mean, I would assume things like... The five-star raid legendary stuff are probably... Yeah, like things that are just unattainable in the wild. If you're talking about something that's in the wild. I mean, I'd probably even, like, just Ditto count. Oh, yeah, it probably, it probably is Ditto, I would imagine. Because, you know, you never actively... Well, I suppose you do actively try and get Ditto, but it is just potluck if you do or don't, so... Yeah, I imagine it's probably either Ditto or, like... Uh, no, I can't think of anything that beats it, actually. 
Maybe I'll do some researching and I'll see if there's actually any figures on it. I doubt it. I mean, there definitely are Pokemon that actively go, oh no, not you. Yeah, and... that's, uh, that's what I mean. There's, there's quite a lot that I will actively, I haven't caught in such a long time. Yeah. Because there is literally no point. But other than maybe occasionally getting a shiny, but I'm not really all that bothered. But talking about shinies, so my wife caught another shiny last night. She's she's like I think she averages like two a week, which is ridiculous. And then we worked out how many shinies she caught and how many po overall Pokemon she's caught, and we reckon it works out. She catches one shiny every hundred Pokemon, and I think I catch one shiny every a thousand Pokemon. I mean, mine's probably worse. Than, I, mine's probably like. Every 10,000? Nah, I don't think it's quite... Because I think I've only caught... Yeah, but are like, you including Community Day Shinies? Well, I'm, I'm including Community Day Shinies. Cause, and, and they, like, at one point, you'd catch, like, 10 and Shinies, and you'd only have caught maybe, like, 30 Pokemon. I'm including those. Like you say, if you take them out, it's probably worse. Yeah, I, I think the odds on Community Days go to like 1 in 25 of that Pokemon becoming a shiny Pokemon. So Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they must have at one point they had like way better than that because it was like every like third one I caught was a shiny. But it doesn't, I think they probably got the ratio better now in the sense that it's not like every other's a shiny. But it's attainable to get a shiny if you go out and do a couple of hours. Well... You would have thought they'd increase the odds now for people to who can't necessarily go out because of certain life events. What, like getting cats? Yes. I didn't manage to get a shiny beldum, unfortunately. I was preoccupied. Maybe, maybe they're scared. They know you're a Pokemon Go player, so they're going to think you're going to try and catch them. They're going to go in their Pokemon balls. Maybe they're like Pikachu and they don't want to go in their balls. Well, they'll learn. <laughs> they already know how to use Scratch, that's for sure. <laughs> scratch and Bind, they already know that. The last bit of Pokemon Go news is a little controversy, con con controversial about the supposed new update for eggs. No. Where you can apparently uh, you can either hold down on them. It's not out yet, I don't think. But basically, you will be able to see what is coming in the eggs. Okay. That kind of takes away the surprise of the hatch a bit. Oh, no, no. It, well, it's still a surprise. It, will, it basically it will say in the app that it's like, you have a X percentage. Well, they haven't said it for like be percentage, but it'll be like, you have a chance of getting... I don't know, a Rattata, a Pidgey, a Spearow, a Nidoran in this 2k egg. Okay. That's that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, they have said that it's... Uh, they have... The thing that's making it a bit more controversial is the fact that now they've added odds to it, instead of it just being supposedly completely random, are... Uh, people are starting to say that it's becoming a bit more like gambling as opposed to just a part of the game I don't think I would 
look at it like that, really. Can buy eggs in the store. But it's not like you're going to get any like monetary value for them. Uh, yeah, well, actually, you know, you suppose you can. Some people do sell Pokemon on Pokemon Go. Sell accounts that have like rare Pokemon on it. So, yeah, it's a bit. It's unfortunately, as three men in their thirties, sometimes you can forget that this is a game designed for children. Like, Robin, we're not in our thirties yet. Don't don't add years to us. Oh, sorry. Two men in our very late, th three men in our very late twenties. Thank you. You're not gonna be one of these people who like lies about the age, are you, Duncan? I lie about my age constantly because someone will ask me, and I'm still convinced I'm like 26 or 27. And like, I'm, I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm 29, but I still like my brain's not commuted my age yet. So when we are 30, I will still be like, no, no, I'm 24. No, 30. Yeah. The last little nugget of news for Pokemon Go is they've changed the loading screen, and it now has Xerneas in the background. So, he will probably be joining us soon, they've not actually announced. And the only other slightly exciting thing on it, there was obviously a few more Pokemon, like Pamcham, a few other ones like that, I'm assuming that's kind of their way of announcing they're going to release soon. But one of the silhouetted Pokemon was Sylveon. So that should be joining the evolutions soon. Hopefully we'll find out how you get it. I can't think of how they'll add a new way. Maybe they'll add a new law, then you'll be able to get it that way. But yeah, that is it for Pokemon Go news. And the only other little bits of news that I have are Pokemon have announced that they are going into Overdrive currently to try and meet the demands of the TCG. What that means exactly, we don't know. Maybe they're just going to force all of their workers to do overtime. But yeah, they are planning on pumping out all of the modern sets that have been lacking recently. So one would assume that would be Shining Fates, Vivid Voltage, and probably Battle Styles. They did announce, I know we announced a few episodes ago that they were planning on reprinting Cosmic Eclipse. They've now come out and said that they don't plan on reprinting them anymore to focus on these newer sets that people are struggling to get. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. It would be nice to get a Cosmic Eclipse reprint, but it's still pretty easily available if you get the boxes and things like that, so it's not crazy unattainable, I guess. Hopefully it means that I'll actually be able to get some shiny fates. Or maybe some battle styles, because that, that gets released this Friday, I think. But I unfortunately don't have any pre-orders for that, so that kind of sucks a little bit. It might, might be another set that I kind of have to skip, but we'll see. Maybe I'll have to restart again on Chilling Rain. Talking about that, they've actually announced some of the cards and released some of the artwork that we will more than likely be getting in the cards for our set. They've released artwork for... The Galarian versions of Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, which we'll more than likely be receiving. So there's secret secret art versions of them as well. Yeah, I haven't seen the secret art versions yet. They look very nice. The artwork's very nice on them. 
hopefully we'll be able to pull them. That'd be quite nice. Have you actually seen some of the artwork for Battle Styles? I actually had a quick look at it recently and I'm actually really liking not so much the V-Maxes, but just the normal Vs. The normal Vs for the two Urshifu cards I actually think look really good. To me they're sort of done in a more realistic art style, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I actually quite like that. For it makes it makes them look a bit more serious. Which, yeah. One of the ones I am hoping I really put is the, um, well, I think looks really nice is the gold card for the Houndoom. That one, that one looks The really shiny cool. Houndoom. Yeah. That looks a really nice card. Hopefully, we should get a bit more news on the set in the coming weeks slash months. Like I said, it's, it won't be coming out for a few months yet. I can't imagine. Maybe. Yeah. Chilling Rain comes out in June, so they're still doing the regular three-month cycle. It's just it's just been knocked a month with Battle Stars coming out in March instead of February. Yeah, which we can't blame them for, really. Hopefully by then they will be up to printing capacity, be able to supply everyone's demands. But we'll see. One company that can't supply people's demands is so we announced last week the. PSA increased their prices, so because of that, people started going to their second biggest competitors, and unsurprisingly, they have now posted that their wait times are roughly for just bulk Pokemon cards. So your cards that are worth, you know, fifty to sixty pounds. The current waiting time is just over a hundred and ten business days. Oh. So nearly half a year. Oh, uh, so everyone is assuming that because of the rush, they're probably going to increase their prices to follow suit with obviously PSA and to try and help deal with the sudden increase in bulk that they're receiving. So again, if you are planning to send any cards off to get graded, now might be the time. It might take you ages, but it might save you a bit of money. Hopefully, I don't, I don't know. I see, we don't know. Post Malone hasn't sent me anything about it yet, so I don't know exactly if they are. But uh, I would imagine they might not double it like PSA, but I imagine they're probably going to increase their prices. And that is about it for news that I can think of. Unless. Anyone has anything they'd like to add? Nothing I can think of. So we will move on to the episode review. We'll start with Indigo. And was it me? Or did Pikachu have a different voice after this week? Yeah, Pikachu had a different voice. It threw me off as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought I was watching, like, odd version of it that... Because like, I was watching it on Daily Motion, and I thought, "Oh, is this like some something that changed in in the recording of that?" But no, is it actually on the proper one? Yeah, I watched it on Netflix, and yeah, oh. for, for some odd reason, and I'm pretty sure that like I don't remember his voice being like that, so I don't know if it stays or not. I don't believe it stays like that. I think we're still in. The strange lamp right now. 
Yeah, to, to be fair, this is like like we said in previous ones, these are definitely the start of the filler episodes. It could have been that to get the season out in time, they had two teams, one team that focused on main plot and one team that focused on filler. And that's why the voice was a bit different. That would be giving them extra work because Pikachu's voice doesn't change from the Japanese version. So for them to create a new dub of Pikachu, that would be them giving themselves extra work. I don't know then. It's just four kids being four kids, I think, at this yeah. point. Pikachu probably said something offensive. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Pikachu, secret racist. But yeah, other than the fact that that was very off-putting, and you know what, it was so off-putting that I kind of, every time he spoke, it kind of just took me out of it a bit, and I'm struggling to kind of remember what happens in the episode properly. I know it's the one where, obviously, they're, they're lost in fog, which is later turned out to be fog training, and they end up going to the Pokemon Tech School. The giant plot hole in, in the woods that is the technical school. Yeah, and they start talking about Pokemon actually having levels. Which I'm pretty sure is the only time they bring it up. Yeah, but that gets uh, that gets forgotten about and done away with. The entire idea behind the school gets dropped. Like, do not get into the league if you don't have badges. So clearly the whole school is a scam. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe nobody ever graduates because <laughs> you do not get into the league without eight badges. If you don't have those badges, they don't let you in. But what they don't tell you is the final exam is you've got to go to eight gyms and beat eight gyms. <laughs> yeah. And just, instead of going on a journey, they just arrive you there. Yeah. <laughs> they pay you for training tickets. But as, as we were saying, it's, it's turned out to be a, an elite private school, which is all about learning about Pokemon and all of their types and weaknesses, which is the chump way of learning how to do Pokemon. You shouldn't research Pokemon. You should just throw out any Pokemon and hope that it works. That's how Ash does it. Well, that was the moral of the story at the end, when that kid's like, oh, I'm going to do what Ash did. So yeah, having a quick synopsis, it's basically Misty gets annoyed and she has to battle for a change because Brock and Ash are so fixated by G Giselle's beauty, the antagonists of this episode, essentially. Who was a very annoying character who I did not like at all, but I imagine that was the point. But, but the, the, like they literally say in the episode, she might be annoying, but she looks nice. Pretty much, yeah. And as we all know, that is essentially all that matters. Uh, Mas uh, Misty ends up beating like the little friend person that Ash collects on this way who will never talk to again. Quite easily, she has her Starmie beat his Weeping Bell. But then when she goes up against Giselle, Giselle uses a Graveler and pretty much destroys Misty's Starmie, even cracks the gem in it which they kind of never bring up as if that's like actually a bad thing or not. I'm surprised there's not a Pokedex entry out there that says like, if Starmie's diamond cracks, it can't use Psychic anymore. 
and then it ends in Giselle and Ash going one on one in which he uses his Pikachu because again he doesn't really understand typing matches up and it's more about being friends we've gone from torturing Pokemon to being the way to get them to be really good and able to come over weaknesses to now just being friends again so inconsistencies that's what we like in our Pokemon anime and yeah he manages to beat the Cubone after whining a lot that it's using very legitimate moves because it's apparently it's a cheap trick to use Boomerang like Cubone's signature move and then Team Rocket appear after Ash wins to try and steal his Pikachu and they reveal in rhyme because they rhyme for some reason that uh, they were actually the two lowest scoring people in the school ever I'm pretty sure later on we actually get a proper backstory for them So yeah we will see some of that I know we, early days. I know we definitely get a full backstory episode for Meowth. That's for sure. But yeah. I'm pretty sure we get some for Jesse and James as well. Much later on. Isn't like James like from a rich family or something? And anyway, but we'll get to that when we get there. And it just ends in all of the children just throwing Pokeballs at them until they run away instead of, you know, actually batting them for a change. And yeah, it ends on Giselle and the kid whose name I can't remember realising that was that Joe? Yeah, I think it was Joe. Uh, it pretty much ends on both of them saying you know what? We're not going to go to this school. We're actually going to go out and do Pokemon properly for a change. And that'll be the last we see of them, probably. Yep, that incredibly expensive private school that you are not getting a refund on your tuition for. His parents are going to be so happy when he comes home. Yeah. So again, filler episode. A bit weird. Not a huge fan of this episode. But before we get into likes and dislikes, we will move on to the journeys and have a quick talk about what happened in that episode and in this episode it's the hunt for Ho-Ho it turns out that there's been a few Ho-Ho sightings in the Hoenn region I can't remember the name of the town now Johto. Uh, yeah Johto sorry not Hoenn uh, in the Johto region uh, what was the name yes, of the city? Which is where you catch power in the games. That makes sense. Logic. That's not what we like in our Pokemon games. We like inconsistency. <laughs> yeah, so Ash and Go obviously go to try and. Ash wants to battle Ho Ho, and Go wants to catch Ho Ho. Which I've been thinking about is actually kind of a weird thing for Go's motivation. Surely he wouldn't want to capture all of the legendary Pokemon. You would want them to be free so everyone can kind of experience them. Ah, Go wants to catch them all. 
But then it's such a rare Pokemon, hardly seen. If you have one, then you can go places and be like, look, legendary Pokemon. Yeah, no, but that doesn't... Uh, I don't feel like that's... Uh, like, I don't feel as much as he can, his character can be a bit annoying at times. It's not so much a, like, I want to catch these Pokemon so I can show them off vibe. But... So they both arrive in the city and they manage to find what seems to be a Ho-Ho straight away. But in actual fact, it's just a Pharaoh and a Cyndaquil dressed up. Because we find out that there's a little boy who's just trying to fulfill his granddad's dream of seeing Ho-Ho again. Because years ago he saw it, but it was through some clouds. So he's not entirely sure if he actually saw it. But he did manage to get a feather. Because apparently Ho-Ho just dropped its feathers all over the place. Birds do that. Feathers drop off all the time. He then spends... I don't know, probably a couple weeks searching for Ho-Ho, from the sounds of it. He doesn't seem to age a great deal if he spent a long time searching for it. Uh, yeah, so he has the feather, and he, spend, he spends a long time looking for it. Turns out he, finding legendary Pokemon is hard, and he doesn't manage to find it, so Ash and Go decide that they're just going to do a quick Google search and it turns out that all you've got to do is go to the top of the tower and wave its feather around and it'll just appear. Clearly... Only when there's a rainbow. Only when there's a... Well, the research doesn't say that, but they kind of figure that out themselves. That was the one part that's missing from the research. I wonder if they went and, like, edited that Wikipedia article afterwards. They make their way to the top of the tower. They get stopped by a Stampler and a a Mischievous for some reason like is that linked to anything or did they just decide to pick those two Pokemon they both deal with like illusions and manipulation and stuff like that I'm guessing they just needed to extend the episode a little bit there's no other ghost types in Johto, so Stantle is the closest thing with its hypnosis and illusory abilities. Yeah. I think they had to add something because, like, nothing really happened in the episode is exciting. The most, like, oh no, they've got to walk up some stairs. So instead of doing that, get some sort of a achievement to get into the top of the stairs. As we established at the start of the episode, Duncan, going upstairs is hard. <laughs> Especially as a hard, lot of them. Not as hard, as hard as like climbing up a mountain and then getting yourself over some broken stairs. That I don't understand what the difficulty was when Ash and Go just like walked up them normally, and then we're like, "I will help you." And it's like, yeah, but what, where you walked is safe. Why can we not walk where you walked? I mean, yeah, I did definitely watch that and kind of go. So there's some broken stairs. So all four of you jump on them at once. <laughs> yeah, that, and you, that... make, you make the, probably the youngest one and the old man walk up the most broken parts of it when you're stood where it seems to be a bit more stable. I did not understand that at all. So after they reach the top of the tower and they they challenge they traverse the broken steps, the dreaded broken steps. Uh, they start waving the feather around. Ho Ho doesn't really appear straight away, and kind of Ash and Go and the little kid 
start to lose a bit of faith and suddenly the old man's hope is reignited and he starts waving the feather as well but still Ho-Ho doesn't appear and then Ash and Ghost sort of turn to leave but then just then at the very end the old man gets to see Ho-Ho and his faith in humanity is restored again. Ash and Go just sort of go home pretty much. And that was pretty much basically the episode. Not really anything else happened. The episode only really had one event in it. At least Ash remembered that he saw her out. Oh, actually, no, yes, I, I did forget. I forgot to mention that. And I was actually, you know what? I was, I was surprised that they reanimated that scene. I was 100% expecting that if they actually brought that up, they would just show the old animation. But no, I was presently surprised that they actually reanimated it. Or actually, whether or not they... To be fair, I don't know. Maybe they used an old animation that they reanimated for something else. That wouldn't surprise me. Which episode did you guys prefer? This week, I am going to cast my vote actually for the journeys episode. Oh, Neil! I felt that there was just too many... I want to say plot holes with the Indigo episode. Yeah, definitely. It's whole... It's whole thing hinges on the school and the school does not make any sense and the whole concept behind it gets dropped entirely from the series. So it's... A, a bit of a waste of time, I guess. Whereas, well, not a lot did happen in the Journeys episode. It did at least hold a cohesive story that came full circle, had a nice little feel-good ending. Didn't entirely forget about the series. I'm very annoyed if they didn't bring up that Ash had seen Ho-Ho before, and it's just like, well, yeah, there's Ho-Ho. I mean, yeah, like you say, the Journeys feels like it is part of the Pokemon world, calling back to Ash first seeing it. My only thing that I'm starting to get a bit annoyed with Journeys, it does seem that they can just kind of turn up anywhere and then all of a sudden legendaries just are about. It kind of diminishes the value of legendaries to me a little bit. I feel that's more just a state of the anime currently because it's just so many legendaries that it is starting to get a bit ridiculous that more people don't see them considering there is what like 50 legendary pokemon now and they're all massive giant creatures that like when they appear the earth shakes well it's like well surely they should be easy to find then it's like well well there's suddenly a hurricane or a tsunami appeared in like a place where there isn't hurricanes or tsunamis it's pretty safe to assume it's a legendary yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with the journeys again in this one I quit the podcast. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> nothing happened. Literally nothing. I was watching. If I was a kid watching this, I'd be like, this is boring. All they do is go to a place, hope to see a bird, fail at walking upstairs, and then still miss the bird. The end. And I'm like, oh, that was bad. The original was was not the best but I didn't mind it because stuff happened and it had the poker rap people I don't care how bad the episode is if it finishes with the poker rap it's worth my time the (laughs) 
the Journeys episode was not worth my time. I don't include the poker map in my decision. I do if it's remotely close. If it's like neither were particularly good, but that had that made me smile and sing along to it, that made me happy. If Journeys was a good episode, Indigo was a bad episode, but had the rap, Journeys would definitely win. But neither were brilliant, and the Journeys was very bad. There was just too much wrong with Indi- with too much inconsistency with Indigo and. You know what? The Pikachu voice really did take me out. So, if the Pikachu voice had been normal? Uh, if the Pikachu voice had been normal, it had been closer. But, I, I don't know. There's, there's, um. It just, the thing is, it's like you said, nothing really happened in the uh, Journeys one, but it didn't annoy me. The Indigo one annoyed me. Because of just how I know it's a bit. I know it's a bit. Again, it's early anime. They don't really know how much they were going to necessarily lean into the games. I guess maybe they were planning on doing a level system and having other things to add. Maybe they were going to bring some of those characters back. I don't know, but it's just a lot of things that are brought up and then never mentioned again. Just sort of annoys me. Yeah, when your whole concept of your of your entire episode is something that just gets dropped from the entire series, it's just like, well, that was that was pointless. Well, that decides it then. Journeys is the winner this week, and Journeys is slowly catching up to Indigo now. Is it? It's now five four. Mm. I wonder when we're gonna actually call it. Isn't like, or is it just going to be well? Journeys is seventy-three to the what's that like? The next series, the next series is like the Orange Islands. It's like Journeys is seventy-four to Orange Islands sixty-three. Maybe we'll say first to fifty wins, and it's the definitive best Pokemon series ever. As if like one of them has a really good like string of episodes and the other doesn't it's like well i guess it depends on like where they fall because i imagine once we start getting back I mean, like when we get into like the indigos so the actual league stuff in indigo i imagine they'll probably start picking up like there'll probably be a consistent string of good episodes and if we're just in like a dud part of journeys i imagine they'll just demolish them then Especially since it's going to take probably Indigo League plus Orange Islands to make up the same amount of episodes that's in Journeys. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. That is your episode this week, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. Join us next week where it will just be me and and Neil because Duncan can just quit. (laughs) We'll probably just... uh, Spend the episode bad mouth in Duncan. <laughs> I've got a mistake because Polly says she has the best naps during this, so uh, we've got to give her a naps. Uh, dog naps are quite important. I'm glad we can perform a service. <laughs>
Maybe that's how I should start marketing the podcast on Spotify. It shouldn't be Pokemon news, it should be dog naps. <laughs> Guaranteed every time. 100% effective so far. Ooh, that's a seal of approval there. <laughs> any time, day or night. <laughs> Alright, well, that'll be it for you. That's your lot. And. As always, I've been Robin. And I have been Neil. And I have been Duncan and the Sleeping Polly. And I think you need to do for your cats as well, Robin. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure both of them are either hiding from me or sleeping themselves. But, uh, ooh, you know what, actually? Tune in next week for a cat name reveal. We did pick some names... And I will let everyone know now, it isn't a Pokemon name, unfortunately, because I got outvoted. <laughs> what What were your uh, Pokemon names you wanted? Uh, I mean, it got pretty quickly outvoted, so I didn't really come up with any. Plus, I'm not very good with names. I don't like naming things. It's very say, hard to do. Uh, can you say you were outvoted? You say you were outvoted. There's two <laughs> of you voting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Were you just, was that the veto? She had like five vetoes and that was one of them. No. At the end of the day, the, the cat's on mine, so the least I could do was let her uh, name them. Does that mean when you get a dog, you get to name the dog? Oh yeah, I should bring that up, maybe. I think we're going to name the dog Reptar, but we'll see. That's a bit off yet, I've got to fix my fence. You haven't done a hamster name reveal. Oh, the hamster's name is Uranus, which is... There you go, you're teased, uh, you're teased for the cat reveal now, but at least some form of pet name reveal. Yes. Zihir's name is Uranus, because all of our hamsters have been people from Greek mythology. Previous hamsters have been Hyperion and Kratos. Google them. Messed up titans and stuff. Fun. Such an interesting history. Learn history, kids. History's fun. Or, or if you don't want to learn history, just Stephen Fry's written two very good books about Greek mythology. Just listen to those. Yeah. For the dyslexic uh, listeners who don't want to read. Stay in school, kids. Or don't. No, I'm not, I'm not your boss. Anyway, that'll, that'll be all. I think like I've said this like four times now. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you everyone for listening. And if you'd like any more content out there, you can always search for myself at Robin underscore collects on YouTube and TikTok. The same goes for Duncan. You can find him on TikTok at Yadoing. That's been it for everyone at the Gala Region News at 8. Good luck hunting everyone. And remember, stay safe.